Hey you guys, what's up? Hope you're having another amazing week. In today's episode, we're going to talk about emotional eating and just emotional habits in general because let's be real, we all at one point, if not currently, you know, struggle with emotional eating to some extent. So that's what we're going to talk about. But before we get started, just a little reminder, if you have not left me a review of a review yet on Apple Podcasts, please, please do that. If you guys are listening and you enjoy this podcast, just leave me a review real quick. You know, it means the world to me. And like I've talked about before, you can be entered in to win a free coffee of your place of choice. So if you do leave me a podcast review, screenshot it, send it to me either on my Instagram at this is Miranda Lee. If you know me personally, you can text it to me um, or you can email it to me at this is Miranda Lee at gmail.com and you'll be entered to win a free coffee because yeah, who doesn't like free coffee? So leave me a review. That would be amazing. You know, preferably five star review. <laughs> Don't <laughs> leave me a one star review, screenshot it, send it to me and be like, hey Miranda, where's my free coffee? But I mean, I didn't, I wasn't specific. So, you know, please leave me a five star review. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Alright you guys, so let's talk about emotional eating. I know a lot of us struggle with it when we're just, you know, sad, maybe depressed, anxious, and there might even be times where you feel like you emotionally eat when you're happy. And while it's totally normal and you're not alone and a lot of people emotionally eat, it isn't how we should cope with our feelings. So I think when, once we learn to identify the behaviors that result in the, cha- in the change in our emotions and that lead to emotional eating, that, you know... We can kind of stop it in its tracks or even just lessen the amount of time that we emotionally eat or how often we emotionally eat because I think we can all say that we've emotionally ate at some point in our life and some some of us maybe, you know, it might be something we do very often and if you don't know this already, when you emotionally eat, you're just trying to like shove the feelings and emotions down and kind of distract yourself when instead we should be facing these emotions head on because guess what? The emotions will not eat you alive. You will survive if you face them, but you know, it's okay. We got this. We're going to do this together. Um, I'm going to give you guys some tips to, you know, prevent yourself from emotionally eating and then what to do if you do find yourself emotionally eating because it's not too late if you already, you know, pop open that bag of chips, get it started, and then you're just like, oh dang, this is what I'm doing. You know, we talk about the all or nothing mindset all the time, so this is not all or nothing. Just because you start emotionally eating doesn't mean that you can't stop it in its tracks, or, you know, any progress is still progress. So we're going to talk about this in in this episode, so let's just get it started. So my top tips to stop emotionally eating. The first one is don't deprive yourself. If you are depriving yourself like while 
like during like your day to day, you know, like your normal eating when you're not emotional. Yeah, you're going to really give into those cravings when you are all up in your feels and you're going to emotionally eat because you're you've been depriving yourself. You you're going to, of course, give into all those cravings. But if you don't deprive yourself and you, you know, eat the things that you enjoy and that you crave on a regular basis, it's not going to be like that all or nothing mindset of like, wow, I haven't had Oreos in three months and now I'm super depressed. So I'm going to eat a whole, whole freaking box of, of Oreos. So, you know, don't deprive yourself because when you do, you're just relying on willpower. And we've talked about this before. Willpower is total BS. It does not last that long. It is only, it only lasts in like perfect conditions. Like, all right, everything's going well. I've been doing this, this, and that. Like my willpower is strong. We cannot just rely on willpower because once things get a little shaken up and crazy in life, you're just going to be like, well, crap, goodbye, willpower, screw it, all or nothing mindset. And then, you know, you're, you're 10 pounds deep into your fifth bag of chips but you know it'd be like that sometimes so if you don't want to get to that point stop depriving yourself it doesn't need to happen okay my next tip is kind of sticky so it's don't keep tempting foods in the house that you know that you'll turn to and I don't and what I mean by saying like that this is kind of sticky I'm not saying that you shouldn't have foods you enjoy in your house because you know you Cause then, you know, if you're like, oh, I absolutely love, um, let's say Oreos and you just like rely on willpower and never ever buy them, then it's like, you're going to be all sad and emotional and go out and buy a bunch of them. I don't know. It's just, I feel like there's certain foods that like you kind of only turn to and eat when you're like all up in your feels and you're emotional and you're sad and they're not even foods you actually enjoy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like for me... It would be like, like I like cereal, but I don't keep it in my house because like it's nothing that, I don't know, like I want to like implement into my day-to-day like diet, like what I eat. So, you know, I don't really keep cereal in the house. I do notice that like when I do have cereal in the house, it's kind of something I turn to like, you know, emotionally eating because it's so easy. You just throw it in a bowl and, you know, you add some almond milk and you just go to town with <laughs> with your big bowl of cereal and it's so easy to just keep eating that. Um, do I go through like cravings for cereal like day to day? No, not really. But I know that if I keep it in my house, it'll probably be something I turn to for emotional eating. So... You know, just realize what foods you're keeping in your house. And if it's something that, like, you actually enjoy, like, yeah, it's fine having it in your house. But if it's just something you have in your house and you notice you turn to it when, like, when you're struggling with your emotions and stuff, then maybe it's not something you should keep in your house, you know? Like, maybe you shouldn't have 17 bags of chips in your pantry because... Yeah, like, you know what I'm going to say next. It's going to be what you turn to when you emotionally eat. So, like, don't keep foods in the house that aren't really serving you and that you know that you're going to turn to when you're having a tough time. Um, So, my next step, this is a really big one. Add in a new outlet. So, I'm not going to come to you and say, hey, stop emotional eating because let's be real. Like, that's not going to happen overnight. 
I don't want you to focus on taking things out. So I don't want you to focus on stop emotional eating. I want you to add in a new outlet, a new habit that you can turn to to emotional eat. Instead, sorry, you can turn to instead of emotional eating. So, you know, you can't just stop emotional eating and be like, all right, instead of emotionally eating, I'm going to go on a run. Like, okay, that's going to be hard. But if maybe you said, you know what, I'm going, I notice that my emotions are kind of overflowing right now. But if I go for a run before I decide to emotionally eat, then, you know, that's my first step. I want you to add in a habit and your habit does not have to be running. Like that was just the first example that came to mind. I know like something for me is if I'm in that weird like headspace where I want to emotionally eat, I'll like go take a shower. Like I'll go take a hot shower and I'll just kind of stand in there and really just kind of think of, you know, what's really bugging me Um, or I'll journal And by the time I'm finished with those things and I give myself permission, I say, you know, if I still want to go get that tub of ice cream out of the freezer after I'm done with my shower or after I'm done with my journaling, then I'm allowed to. But I promise you that like 99% of the time after I get out of the shower or after I finish journaling, I don't, I'm not craving to go into the freezer and, and get that pint of ice cream out. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling that because I've done something else to cope with my emotions. You know, I, I went into a hot shower and that was something that was distracting myself, but also, you know, journaling to really write down what I was feeling. So by adding something in, instead of just taking out the emotional eating, it's, it's just so much easier because mo- we know this. The moment you tell yourself, no, you're not allowed to do that. You're going to be like, bet, I want to do it. So don't do that. Just say like, not now. Like I'm going to go walk my dogs for 10 minutes. And if I still want to emotionally eat when I come back, then, you know, I'll take it from there. But most of the time, once you just get out and do something else, instead of giving into the emotional eating right away, you probably won't want to do that. Your body just, it wants to do something, whether it's coping with your emotions or letting out some you know, having an outlet to let things out on, but by going to, you know, your refrigerator right away and just shoving, shoving your emotions down to the bottom of you with, with, you know, lunch meat, it's, it's not, it's not getting to the root of the problem. So, and you know, that leads to the next point of journaling your feelings. You emotionally eat to numb and comfort the emotions that you're feeling but instead like how about you actually just face the emotions head on like you write down what you're feeling you go into detail you acknowledge all the emotions and feelings that you have write it down and then you'll notice it's not the end of the world and you'll you might even like open your journal and be like well I don't even know like the feelings that I'm feeling like you just you just know that you're just full of emotions and you don't even know what your emotions are. And that's when you know you're really not in tune with your emotions. I used to be there. I used to have the hardest time and I still still struggle with communicating my emotions and my feelings to just like, I don't even fully know them. And how are you supposed to know them if you don't try to get to know them? So write things down, journal. The last tip I have just, um, you know, to kind of prevent emotional eating is get moving. Even if it's like going for a walk around the block, like, you know that once you start 
working out or you just get moving or you go for a walk, like it boosts your, your serotonin and your dopamine and it makes you feel good. So what if you just went for a walk around the block and you're like, dang, like I'm feeling a little happier. I'm feeling a little less stressed or I'm feeling, you know, less sad. It's really as simple as that. Like get moving, go for a walk, <laughs> you know, go get a little workout in, go for a swim, do, do something, you guys, just get moving. It doesn't have to be anything super intense. Get moving and it'll probably make you feel better. So, all right, so those are my tips to like prevent it and to, to not lead to emotional eating. But if you do find yourself emotionally eating, this is what I want you to do. First of all, be kind to yourself because if you're really like hard on yourself saying, wow, you fat cow emotional eating. <laughs> I know it sounds so harsh, but like we say the rudest things to ourselves. But if you're like saying these things to yourself when you're emotional eating, yeah, it's gonna make you sadder or more depressed or more anxious. And then you're gonna be like, well, screw it. I'm already a fat cow, just gonna keep eating. Don't say those things to yourself, you guys. Be kind to yourself. You are a human being living in this crazy, just twisted world. And you're just trying to survive. And oh man, one day you got kind of sad and all up in your feels and stressed out and like, you decided to eat a little more, like it's not that big of a deal, you know? Like you didn't, <laughs> you know, light your house on fire. Don't do that, don't do that. I'm just saying like the fact that the worst thing you did was, you know, bring out a tub of ice cream and eat a little bit, like it's not that big of a deal. So be kind to yourself. You're not being a bad person. You're not serving yourself. You're not doing something good. So, it's, you know, you shouldn't um, think emotionally eating is is a healthy way to cope with your emotions, but like, it's just be kind to yourself, you guys. It's not that big and crazy of a thing. So, you know, don't be hard on yourself. The next thing, if you find yourself emotional eating is, is stop doing it mindlessly. So turn off the TV, get off your phone, stop doing something where it's like, you're just mindless in front of Netflix and you're just eating. So you're like really not feeling like you're not even processing like the food that you're eating. You're not digesting it properly. You're not even in tune with your hunger cues or fullness cues at all. Like when you mindlessly eat like that, like that's a horrible combina combination. Like the TV, your emotions and a bag of chips. You are just so not there mentally that it's just, it's just a horrible combination because not only are you being mindless while watching TV so you're really not feeling your emotions, you're stuffing it down with food, and it's just, you know, not the best combination um, <laughs> to help with your emotions, you guys. So just stop eating mindlessly and distracted. So don't do that. And then the next thing, if you find yourself emotionally eating, is remember it's not all or nothing. It's not, oh man, I already started emotionally eating. Let's lead it to a full-on binge. No, it's not all or nothing. You, you know, celebrate those little wins of, you know what? I stopped. I didn't keep going. I didn't open a seventh bag of chips. I stopped at six. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, just, you, you got to celebrate those little wins and it's not all or nothing. You, you got to understand progress is still progress. So, Stop having that all or nothing mindset. You guys know that. I talk about that all the time. 
and it just rolls over to every aspect of your life, especially emotional eating. And the last thing is talk to someone. I know for me when I'm in that in that mindset, like I just have to, I tell my husband like, hey, I'm not in a good mindset right now. Like I need to talk to you, tell you what's going on. And a lot of the times when you're talking, it's kind of, you're kind of doing it for yourself. Like you're talking and it's making more sense while you go along and you're like, oh, okay. So this is what I'm feeling. These are why my emotions, these are the emotions that's causing me to be stressed out or anxious or and eat and like feel the need to eat a lot. Like talk it out. It's it's not for them. It's for you. Talk to someone and you can even tell them like, hey, I don't want advice. I just need to talk this out and to vent. Or maybe you do need advice and you tell them like, hey, I need your point of view. Just tell the other person what you expect for them, expect from them. That's a big one. Like with my mom, we always tell each other before we like get into this big conversation, like what we expect from the other person. Like I'll tell her like, I don't want you to fix this problem. I just need to vent and then I'll do it. Or I'll say like, hey, I need your point of view. And then I'll tell her the the issue. But, you know, you can't expect people to read your mind or know like what you expect from them because people automatically want to fix things. And a lot of the times we don't want things fixed. We just want to talk it out and we want to vent. So, you know, that's a big one. Find someone you can trust. It can be a significant other. It can be a friend. It can be a parent. Um... You know, just just anyone. Find someone you trust that you can talk to. Um, I mean, I guess if you're, like, at Starbucks and you want to talk to the Starbucks barista, they might not be the best listener or probably can't listen to you for a long amount of time. But, I mean, if that's all you have, I mean, they get paid the big bucks, right? So, just give it to them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. But, um, yeah. So, just remember, like... When you're emotional eating, it doesn't mean just eating when you're sad. There's so many emotions. And like I said in the beginning, like you can emotionally eat when you're extremely happy. So you just have to really learn to be in tune with your body, understand what it truly wants and needs and what and what your body is actually feeling. So, you know, if you're just like, I don't know how to do any of this, bruh, start journaling, I feel like everyone tells you to do that and like no one does it. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I do journal, then heck yeah, girl, I'm proud of you. I'm still, you know, getting into the groove of journaling. I'm doing it. I'm not that good at it. If I'm being honest, I'm just, um, I'm doing it. But I notice as time goes by, I'm getting better at journaling. And I know you're probably like, how are you bad at journaling? I don't know. It's just so many things in my mind. My hand can only move so fast. Um, (laughs) but you know, just, just get into it. Start journaling write down your emotions and kind of, you know, like if you find yourself wanting to emotionally eat or you are emotionally eating, maybe write that down so then you realize which emotions cause you to kind of shut down and and want to overeat. You know, you might be someone who emotionally eats when you're anxious or you might be someone who emotionally eats when they're depressed or when they're stressed, or when you're happy. Like, how are you supposed to know if you don't document it and write it down? So, and and then also write down, like, what coping mechanism that you try, and then, like, how it works for you. So you might be like, all right, I went for a walk, I came back, and I felt good. Write that down, because then you can look back and be like, hey, I realized that going on a walk helped, but taking a shower didn't help, you know, or, or vice versa. 
sometimes you just need to physically remove yourself from that situation and that's something I've I've really done so you might be like really taking a shower stopped you from emotional eating yeah it really did because I did all I did was remove myself from the situation put myself in a different room kind of just had that like when you're sitting in the shower you can't just reach out and like grab a donut you know like you kind of have to finish your shower and dry off and get dressed and <laughs> all that stuff so you know just sometimes you just have to physically remove yourself and and try things out it's all about trial and error you have to see what actually works for you but you won't know if unless you try so that is my big thing for you guys is just it's just really being in tune with your body and with your emotions and if this is something you have a hard time with this is what I this is one of the biggest things that I work with my clients on is emotionally eating and it's something that you know it's we work through successfully so if you guys want that accountability accountability and you want that help and you feel like this is one of your really big triggers that you want to work on and you want to push through you know we can do some one-on-one coaching together whether it's just you know one 30-minute call or you want to um you want to have a whole package an accountability package where we can just work together reach out to me on you can dm me on my instagram at this is miranda lee or you can email me my email is this is miranda lee at gmail.com and you know i'd i'd love to work with you um or you can go to the show notes and you know click the link to sign up but you know I'm here for you guys. You got this. Remember, we're all human. We all struggle with our emotions and we just have to, you know, get 1% better every day. I appreciate appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Let's just end in prayer real quick and we'll wrap it up. Dear Heavenly Father, please be with everyone during the craziness of this thing called life and coping with our emotions. And let us just really surrender it to you, Lord and you know help these listeners really learn how to be more in tune with their emotions and their bodies and to just give themselves grace and to be kind to themselves because we are not perfect and we are not alone in all these struggles that we have and just thank you for looking over us and loving us lord and let us all have an amazing week amen Amen.